Hello and welcome to the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with my other co-host, Tommy Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Danny. Awesome. And I'm very excited about to talk to you about something that's technology related, right? It's got a three in it, too. <laughs> it's got a three in it as well. <laughs> but since you've been in uh, in a, a special place with uh, in what we would call SOW hell, uh, well, uh, you've at least had a part of your life that you've been enjoying very much outside of the gardening right which is you uh, have a new model three so I just wanted to sit down with you hey it's it does have the number three in it it does um, and it's blue and it's blue. I don't have a big <laughs> giant three-wheel logo on it yet <laughs> so when I thought uh, when I thought you would get to this part of your life that you were looking forward to having a, a 911, right? It was a Porsche 911. That's right. You wanted I, one, was it a convertible one or convertible red, you know, candy apple red 911 Carrera. But, and uh, would you have ever guessed that you would get to this part of your life? Like, I'm, I'm making this up like you're reaching a, a half life <laughs> drama. I am 50. You're you know. 50. <laughs> Maybe this is. <laughs> it is a midlife crisis, isn't it? <laughs> Um, but uh, did you? Would you ever think you would be buying a car that you could uh, let go of the steering wheel and it would just drive for you? I I never thought of that. You know, twenty five years ago, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, about autonomous, you know, driving, and it's definitely pretty far away from that. But mm-hmm. it's neat to see the early stages of how a car can kind of take over and and what I think that will open up to in terms of opportunities for people that maybe want the freedom, but uh, can't drive. You know, think about your parents as they get older, Mm -hmm. having options like that would be really cool to have. So let's start with the backstory on this. So you had originally gotten a reservation um, to get one, and then you had found a way to get one that was even sooner than that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it was June or July, Mm -hmm. maybe June 30th, 2016, is when I put the reservation in. Wow. Um, for the Model Three, and that, and I just want to know how that conversation went with Linda. Okay, Linda, I'm going to put a thousand dollars down on the car. That well, <laughs> you know, this is future. kind of an interesting story. I I saw the announcement. And uh-huh. The announcement was um, at three o'clock in the morning, basically twelve o'clock at night or midnight in in California. And they made the announcement, and I was watching it because I was at the homeless shelter, and I was up. It was uh-huh. my shift, and so I was watching the announcement, and I decided, well, you know, we I already talked about it with Linda, and I just didn't pull the trigger. I said, I want to talk to her one last time because I don't want to put down a thousand dollars and and decide not to do it and sacrifice that thousand dollars. Well, I found out later. The $1,000 is always refundable. You can always get it back. But I talked in the morning. The next morning, I put in the reservation. So it's been over two years. Well, it's been exactly about two years since wow. I put in the reservation. Wow. But I ended up, you know, and, and the reservation that I put in is still not available to configure the car. Um, my son, Alex, um, that you just had lunch with, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, he knows one of the structural engineers that went to Georgia Tech that is on like a team of six that um, did all the structural design for Model 3. And he had two reservations and 
only wanted to use one of them. And so he ended up giving me one of his reservations. And so I got it earlier than kind of expected. And Alex said you gave your other old reservation to him. That was yeah. nice. <laughs> I hear Danny Ryan wants it. I do. <laughs> I heard that Danny, hasn't been cleared by Dan, Clarence no, yet. <laughs> I heard Danny Ryan's married to Amy Ryan. Amy's not so fond of this idea. But uh, yeah, I'm holding off on the car thing for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honda makes a good car. They don't. I have they no, no issues with yeah, this. I had car. 175. Don't 000. say that. You now you're going to make and me then, have to go up to that. Well, and Linda's 245 in All her right. car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you beat that? No. No, no. That car will no. probably get a 350. Yeah. Um, we'd yeah. like running them to the ground. I mean, my my other car was was fine. I, I could get another 75,000 out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the timing. It's just exciting to kind of get it on. You know, the brink of it becoming more of a mainstream car that's available you know something that starts at thirty five thousand versus mm-hmm. sixty five thousand and there are other vehicles so i'm thinking that i want to name this podcast that the top x will take say top three or five or ten things that you love so far about your model three so where would well, you where, where where would you start with um uh, you may part of this whole thing is the experience of getting this has it been a positive like your whole I know you signed up early for it, and then yeah. you. Um... It's interesting. They have, you know, over I think over five hundred thousand reservations. Okay, um, which I think is five billion dollars of people just putting money up front, which is incredible. Um, the experience of knowing what you do next—it's not, I think, the best. I think yeah. it is. One of those things that you go in and you check and they say, well, we're going to get to you, you know, on you know this time frame. Yeah. And that moved out once. Um, and I suspect it probably will move out one more time for the reservation that I haven't used. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I actually got to the point of getting the configuration done and getting it delivered, it, it got better. You had a better sense of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a person that you could call and check in with, was, which was the same person every time. So you were kind of tied to kind of a customer service representative in that process from when you configured the car to when you had the car delivered. So you're dealing with the same person. Same right? person. And the configuration, you know, they, they let you know it's open for configuration. And that's when you go in and pick the options and right now it's very streamlined the options that you have are really color and the Mm -hmm. type of wheel and there's two different types of hubcaps let's say on Mm -hmm. on the car and then everything else is really software related they have not given you choices for interior colors you have to get the premium audio audio they don't have the standard audio and Mm -hmm. the rest of it's software like the autopilot you get all the sensors for autopilot if you want it, you buy mm-hmm. it up front. If you want it later, you just pay a little extra later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting, uh, you know, where cars are going to a lot of software-related features that to help with production efficiencies, build the car the same way, and mm-hmm. just enable or disable with at a software level. And that way you can upsell later mm-hmm. um, if you want to. And the you got blue, three-wheel mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, 
with that, so to, to have like five different colors you could choose from, and you had to pay extra to get yeah, something that was non-black, black, right? Yeah, so they put, I think I'm black so is going to get said, a black card. Yeah. <laughs> it's never but gonna I got be, the black. It's never going to be $35,000. I'm pretty convinced. There I mean, is, yes. I'm so pretty convinced. There is a, it's a the 35000 is not out there yet. That yes. is the standard, standard range battery yep. yeah. with the standard hubcaps and black. And then no other features, yeah. um, you know, upgraded features, let's say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're all kind of basic model. Everything is physically there. You just have to decide, do I want autopilot or do I want cruise control? Things mm-hmm. like that you have to add on. Mm-hmm. Did you get the regular hubcaps? No, I got the sport. You got the sport yeah. hubcaps. Yeah. If I'm going to go through a midlife crisis, <laughs> I've got to get the sport. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then, uh, so that was those were the two things. Then, yeah, that was the only two kind of physical hard things that you would you had to decide and pick on. But they still must do configure to order. I mean, you must. It's, you, it is a configure to order. So yeah. I mean, that color makes a big difference because uh-huh. they've got to go and retool the line to go to the next color. Uh-huh. So you know, okay. people, you go to the forums and you're sitting there. Okay, I've configured. When am I going to get the car? And people were talking about, oh, I've got this color and I've got this feature. Um, and Do they batch them up, I guess? They for, batch it up by yeah. color, yeah. Yeah. As far from what I've read, and uh-huh. I, I haven't proved it. I haven't talked to Elon about it, but that's, that's what I read on the forums. <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, when I met with Alex at lunch today, I made sure that his friend wasn't the one that was the leak. Did you hear the, the memo that went out this week? That no. they had someone who was logging in as different people and changing code and then leaking, uh, basically um, someone who was disgruntled about uh, a raise okay. or a title raise or whatever. And yeah. they, they, so they were leaking things out to the press and sabotaging the company. Yeah, I, I think when you're someone like an Elon Musk that's kind of pushing yep. the envelope. Um, I was talking to the engineer, Alex's friend, and he says, I don't know how long I can be there. Either I'm going to get fired or um, I'm just going to get tired of the environment. It's it's very exhausting. So yeah. definitely not a lifestyle company like 3Wall. <laughs> it's, it's more of a grind them up and yeah. if you want to be working on the latest thing, then you just pay the price mm-hmm. to be in that environment. So you got the car how long ago? Um, yeah, I had PTO and I got it the, actually the day before I went on PTO. So I was sitting in the garage for a week and then... And you didn't let me know this? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I am not going to say a damn thing to do. Uh, if I'm the one that's going to break this thing first... <laughs> I got to put on the first I scratch. I, no, I could have done the first scratch for you. Yeah. And that's the kind of service I provide. I yeah. yeah, and you've got, well, you know, what What I like the most and what actually is taking a while to get used to is having no keys. So mm-hmm. you pair your phone, and your phone is your entry into the car. Okay. Um, and it's the proximity that locks it for you and turns it off. So when you get in the car... You definitely have to tell it, I want to go in reverse or drive, but mm-hmm. the, the stock shift, you go up or down for that. And then when you park, you push in. After you park, there's nothing else you do. You just exit the car. And 
the, when you stop, the music's still playing and it's still got air conditioning on. But when you leave the car and close it and it sees the proximity that you've left, mm-hmm. it actually turns all those systems down. And then when you get back into the car, it's got some nice features where it brings the seat back and the wheel forward. And then nice. when you sit down, it starts ramping up the radio back to the same volume that you had when you left the car. And when you exit the car, it actually brings the volume down. So um, when you open the car, it's not blasting. For Just a little uh, pro tip for you. If mm-hmm. you're going to go to the bathroom, you probably should bring your phone with you. Because <laughs> if you leave it out on your desk, you might Good come idea. back. Good idea. It's Just a pro tip. Um <laughs> Cause I could, cause my phone won't open my car. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that was interesting, I've been in used cars since we got married. Uh-huh. And when we first, it's interesting, the car that oh, we got. Oh, you blame this all on Linda. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she gets all the new cars. No, it's my turn. Um, no, the first car we got was kind of in a similar vein. It was the, it was a Saturn uh-huh. where it was, you know, a different buying experience than the standard buying I remember experience. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had that, and then we had kids, and so ended up getting a, a used um, Bronco or something like that. Or, and you had a Maxima for a while, the Nissan Maxima yeah, for yeah, a while that you yeah. got from CarMax. Yeah, and the, all my cars, I bought them already with like 60,000 wow. or more miles. So I've always been used to very old tech yeah. and... And, you know, I'd never had a car that's had keyless entry, like a key fob. Mm-hmm. Um, just all, and just never had all these automatic features, not a rear view, um, you know, mirror, back out, back, yeah. back out camera yeah. Yeah. and all that stuff. It's, it's fun to have it. It's kind of neat to have those. And you, um, it's going to be hard to drive cars without it, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about, um, well, I guess we, you showed it off to me earlier this week. And um, I love how if you're getting into the, the back seat, it makes you feel like an idiot because you don't know what to do to the door. <laughs> so you just stay in there for a while and then you, you know, press, start pressing on things. And then it op- I was the first one to figure it out. You though. are. Yeah. Um, but still there. It, 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 it's got some unconventional kind of features that um, and, and I don't know, maybe other cars have it too. It's not, maybe it's not unique to Tesla, but when you open up the car, they have an emergency. Uh-huh. Um, that is a, a physical mechanical opening of the door. Okay. But everything they try to do is through software enabled. And so electronic. Uh-huh. And so they have for opening the door, they bring down the window and then pop the door. So I think they're trying to take the seal off. So, it's easy for it to, to open up. And if you do it mechanically, it warns you, don't do that because you might end up long-term damaging the door if you always use the mechanical piece. Mm-hmm. But um, that's interesting. And then getting in, it's not like the Model S and X where the um, handles come out as you approach the car. Is There's a mechanical kind of, you, you push in on the handle for it to flip out so you can open up the car. And you showed me, I mean, it's got one screen. Yes, no so dashboard. Every, no dashboard. It's, just, it's Only all controlled from on one, one screen. screen. Yeah. One, and uh. I think it's 15-inch, just one single screen. And they put all the driver-type functions, um, like what is your speedometer and your windshield wipers, all that 
is on the left hand, uh-huh. kind of the left third of, of the screen. And they've got a really nice big navigation panel that there's cards that kind of slide up to, okay. get, to layer on top of it as you're doing things like music or other features. Does it remind you of like a iOS or Android? Are there parts of it that are similar to it? Or is this a whole new different type of experience? Or is, it is it's different. Just, it's not like CarPlay. I never use an, Android Auto, so I don't, okay. I don't know how to compare it to that. But it's not like CarPlay where it's kind of app button related. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got some physical buttons physical i say physical because it has a kind of a painted symbol so you know that touch area okay will actually bring be a shortcut to to a function like air condition fan speed and stuff like that um so it's got an icon for a physical yeah, thing but right. it's not a physical button it's not it's a touch screen, yeah, it's a touch screen. It, it's, you're just touching an area of the touch screen that's kind of dedicated to have that how do you like that is there times in which you want to have like a knob or is it you're just you're adjusting to it right now. Uh, you know the thing I, I think I still adjust to, and this is you know the, only the first week that I'm driving. But mm-hmm. the thing that I'm adjusting to is on that collar to go up or down to drive. I've always had you know the manual mm-hmm. um, transmission where in, in the center console yeah. you would actually move it to drive and move it to reverse. Mm-hmm. And that is when I first got in the car. That was awkward. And then now I'm getting used to it, but you know, you think about a quick way to go back and forth and reverse and drive if you're trying to kind of turn around or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as intuitive, but it's becoming intuitive now. The navigation on it is it is it better than like a a, a Google Maps or a Waze or what's been or uh, any I'd, any? I I like it. I don't yeah. say I wish I had. Google Maps. Okay. I mean, it, it feels more like Google Maps. Do you than, do you than dial Apple in Maps. a destination and then it yep. gives you driving you can, directions for it? It does. Okay. And the neat thing about it is it tells you what your battery is going to be at the destination uh-huh. and what your battery would be on a round trip. So you don't, quote, strand yourself where you go somewhere and you don't have enough charge to get back. Okay. And also, if you do a, a longer trip, it will show you um, supercharging stations along the route and tell you how much time you should stay at each of those charging stations to arrive with enough battery to kind of get around town. Now, Alex bit. said you're going up to the wedding. We're going to a town. wedding in Ohio, so yeah. we're going to have our first road trip in it and be able to test some of the auto, you know, enhanced auto, autopilot features. And in the charging stations, do you pay for that, or is that something you that do? Is, okay. and, and I calculated it out to kind of get a full t- tank of gas yeah. of that's you know three hundred. 10 miles is, is so to put 250 or so in it mm-hmm. um i calculated it's like six to seven bucks so it's definitely cheap a lot cheaper than total of six to seven yeah, bucks yeah, for 350 yeah. miles yeah for say 300 miles okay charge okay. I, I wouldn't quote me on that but it's somewhere in that ballpark it's okay. less than ten dollars okay um don't is... worry nobody's gonna but we're not the car guys <laughs> hey guys if you're coming here for real numbers go somewhere else we're a bunch of tech geeks talking about a car um and it's cool so it maps it out for you so that you know where to start stop and how long to stop there yeah and then it tells you where you're going to be at what time for those supercharging stations do you so have you to can, reserve them or no okay i i think right now in general there's availability when you go i don't think that's going to be the case a year from now yeah. 
two years from now, they're just starting to get populated. And as soon as they can ramp up their production to, you know, 5,000 or more, they're we're start seeing a lot more on the road. And then you have you have a charging station at home that you plug in. Yes. And you said it only takes like an hour or so to get a full charge. Yeah. So a, I, whatever the charge is. Yeah. So I've be. got a it's a, on a forty amp circuit, and I drive maybe let's say fifty miles in a day, okay. roughly probably a little bit less if I'm not going anywhere else, and that has been an hour okay. to charge it. And I talked to our local power company uh-huh. and they can get you set up on being on a two tier rate system that you know from a certain time to a certain time in the day you're paying a certain amount per kilowatt hour and then at night you pay lower and so i set on a delay to start charging at one o'clock in the morning is that uh 220 or 221 or whatever, whatever it takes, takes. <laughs> <laughs> you want a beer it's six o'clock in the morning <laughs> scotch uh, sorry watch mr mom sorry um so then uh trying to think of what else the 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 i was impressed with the Fact that you can put stuff in the front of the car and the back yeah, of the car. Yeah, you got a frunk and a trunk. Frunk and trunk. <laughs> Get in the frunk. And and they and this is what the Tesla engineer that uh-huh. Alex knows said. Um, that frunk is designed to fit the a passenger uh, a carry on bag. Okay. For airline travel, so if your bag fits in that frunk, you can take it in on a plane. So and the the. The trunk itself is big enough for like three or four dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> you put down the seats, you can get another two. <laughs> um, what, so a lot of this is, uh, is software related, right? So you, got, yeah. you got a, actually got a software update the other day. I did, yeah. And do you just, how do you, you just get a, you said you looked at release you, notes. You were probably just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. It is. Did you, have to, you had to go inside and put your clothes back on. <laughs> Linda, I got a software update. I got a software update. I got release notes on my car. She's like, "Why? Are you, what is your problem?" Well, it's it's exciting though. Yeah, Getting yeah. new software is uh, one of yeah. the reasons why we're in this business. Yeah, but. yeah. I'm not used to software when it relates yeah. to cars. Yeah. I mean, I thought like um, CarPlay was neat when I rented a car that had that. Uh huh. It added to the experience for yeah. sure. Yeah. Trying to think, what other things surprised you? Were what do you? Um, I know when we were driving around the other day, the acceleration was pretty good. Yeah, it's got a great pickup. I mean, yeah. and, and this is not um, one of the faster, I mean, probably the slowest um, Tesla that's out there today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think it's five point two, going from zero to sixty. But it it, it just has a good, nice response uh-huh. you know, with being electric motor you don't get any of that lag from the time that you you punch it to it goes and then when we were driving around it picked up that we had undone this or the seatbelt. one of us had mm-hmm. had the or uh, was plugged into the i think it was jeff yeah. <laughs> it's plugged in the wrong seatbelt. but that's software i mean right it's yeah. at least that's, yeah. a, that's a safety problem so mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you have kids back there it's not just us so who cares but yeah um it's amazing yeah, what I thought was neat, you know, just when I was configuring the car, uh-huh. um, there was news about the the braking distance um, yeah. on the Tesla. The consumer report stuff. Consumer report stuff. Yeah. And then, I don't know if it was a week or two weeks, uh-huh. the update went out, and it brought it back to, 
you know, what they expected it to be for uh-huh. a sedan, its size, um, that it was well within the normal range. What do they call it? Software that's like Greenfield? Like everybody's running the latest version of everything? There's, is that the term? I, I should know, but I, I forget. Evergreen? Evergreen, that's Yeah, it. I mean, I think of that when Office 65, I guess you yeah. can see that, you know, yeah. the same with Tesla. I don't think they're letting people lag on versions. You I think can't control whether you're getting the update you, or not. You can control when you install it. Okay. Um, but, I, and I don't know if they force you after a period of time. Because you I, might want to not install the update as you're going 85 miles down 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to be parked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was mentioning to Alex the stuff about the guy who was sabotaging the company. I'm like, well, that makes you worry. Like, you know, so you can send these are updates. That's the yeah, one power thing. Power is danger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing that that you, the, well, the QA <laughs> of this stuff as it goes out. What made me a little bit nervous is when I got in the car, I couldn't open up the glove compartment. Uh-huh. And they said it was a software glitch, but they had to put a new piece of hardware in there to be compatible with the software. Well, that so makes you like, feel real good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to find that next bug. Oh. <laughs> and then you were yesterday you were showing... Um, Austin and that was it yesterday. Austin, yeah, and Alex Austin and Alex were driving yeah. around, and you were showing mm-hmm. off the. Now the autopilot is, um, it, it's you can just let go of the wheel. Yeah, it comes in. There's two stages uh-huh. of autopilot, and one is basically cruise control, adaptive cruise control, yep. where you can set the distance you want to be with the car in front of you. Which Honda has. Uh, there's yeah, other companies. Yeah, I mean, L- Linda's. So. You know, her car is a 2005. Uh-huh. It, it has that feature. Oh, it does. Okay. So okay. Uh, it's probably cutting edge at the time, but you know, that that's kind of a standard feature. And then the, and and in terms of autopilot stuff, I don't think Tesla's necessarily the leader mm-hmm. in in that. But the neat thing about it is you see new features. I think sooner as they're you know improving it. But the enhanced autopilot, it will keep you within the lane and take mm-hmm. over driving. And you can do this at slower speeds and mm-hmm. back roads or on the highway. And uh, they were having an interesting experience doing it in the back windy roads around the house. That, yeah, um, it can freak you out. You know, if you, when you do it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in that release that I got, um, the new release ended up showing cars on the road. So it shows you positionally where you are in traffic with other cars. So where it's, where it's sensing the other cars, it's showing yes. you on the feedback is uh, on the on screen. On the screen, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, also with the enhanced autopilot, you can change lanes. So you put on your blinker, and if you're in enhanced autopilot, uh-huh. it will move you over when you have space to move over. And you pay extra for when when the laws are through to do a full autopilot experience. I think that's going to be a, a paid upgrade, yeah. and I don't know what that dollar figure yeah. is. I, I think um, I don't know if it will come to the people that purchased enhanced autopilot, or that will be an additional charge. Because they have two stages okay. of autopilot, just I think a standard autopilot and an enhanced. Have you done, can you do, and have you done the summon thing? You told me about that where it can drive. I haven't you. done it. I don't think it's available yet okay. on, on the, the Model 3. I think they're probably trying to get enough uh, telemetry, I guess, on, uh-huh. on the, the cameras and, and calibration and before they turn on that feature because it's you know, moving it without you in it. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, from what the engineer said that I talked to, uh, that's coming, but um, they're not sure when they're going to release that. 
And it's all these software things. You know, I was looking at the the audio on it for mm-hmm. music, and they use Slacker. I said, oh, I wish it was Spotify. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got all my playlists there. I'd rather not create another account um, and manage another account. And John was in the car with me today, and he looked it up. And actually, Model 3 and Model X have an option to change to Spotify. So I would think that would be coming in the future. Nice. Because it's just a software thing that they're probably just testing it out in that group of cars and then rolling it out in the Model 3 later. Uh, at lunch with Alex, Alex thinks that you know the Model 3 will be the, like the iPhone where everybody has, you know, in the future. You see a lot of them around and it's... I saw one at lunch today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think, well, you know, that's that's a lot of... I, I, well, I'm not a car buff, so I don't know how many cars go yeah. out in a year um, for a particular model. But 500,000 is quite a lot, yeah. you know, for a car that no one's driven um, yeah. until recently. Yeah. I think just maybe a week or two back, they started putting them in the showrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, everybody's doing it kind of on faith. Um, and it's it's neat to see, you know, someone breaking through kind of the standard paradigms with, you know, building cars. And it's, it's not, it's coming at a price. I think, you know, that company is really struggling and, mm-hmm. and grappling with things and, you know, on the edge of, you know, yeah. bankruptcy and all those good things. Um, but uh, it's great to have someone pushing through because it makes it better for all Everybody. of us. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think you'd see the amount of movement you've seen in electric cars outside of Tesla. Yeah. If, it, if Tesla wasn't the one kind of pushing the envelope. I just, I, yeah, and you want to want people to move over from, you know, to having a gasoline station on every corner to a charging station. Yeah. And you think corner. the infrastructure for that would be easier. Yeah. The safety on that yeah. would be, you wouldn't have to worry about cleaning up a, a, a gas station or a charging station um, when they move to another location you know, because now it becomes a, uh, you know, a hazmat scene for any time yeah. a gas station is, you know, vacated a, a location. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think infrastructure-wise, that would be a lot easier to get it set up. And you don't have to have gas trucks dr- dumping gas, mm-hmm. you know, on there. Um, you think overall it would be a lot more efficient and cost-effective to get into the market. And I think that's, you know, going to be the, the challenge and the mm-hmm. pain um, at one point, you would think it's going to tip and then it's going to be hard to find gas and you don't want to have, I mean, what you can't come back home and refuel on gas if there aren't gas stations. Right, right. Um, it becomes a bigger challenge, I think, when yep. that tips. What else? Any other surprises that you ran into when you first... Um Anything no, else? I mean, after, you know, I, I think what's kind of neat is the regenerative braking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like tr- driving a golf cart okay. as you let go on the but accelerator. Really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you let go of the you gas. You let go of the gas and it, and it, it starts braking and it breaks yeah. pretty significantly. And, and, and you can almost get away with never touching the brake until you come to a stop sign or a stoplight. Okay where it, it will drift, you have to put on the brake to completely stop stop uh-huh. the car. But for normal traffic, um, you're just keeping your foot on on the accelerator and just backing off on it to, to brake it. 
Did you get any of the tax benefits out of this? I'm, I'm looking at the details. I think okay. I, I'm still qualifying for the federal okay. um, rebate, which that they hit, I think, I want to say 365,000 electric cars. Okay. And then that will go away. That's and like 10,000 bucks, something like that? It's 9,500. Yeah, it's wow. a significant. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a nice break. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> But it's funny. It's almost funny money, you know, for an LLC. Well, can I borrow $9,500? It's not funny to me. Well, it's not money. It's a tax break. Yeah. But when you're, and you know, the whole LLC stuff. Yes. That and tell me more about to, this LLC It becomes funny money. Exactly. <laughs> I, oh, oh. Anything else? Any, you've got an iPhone in your um Apple Watch. Is there any interaction between your mobile phone? Are you just plugging it in and that's it? So the phone, it connects to Bluetooth yeah. and you can, you know, basically do. Oh, what I found was kind of neat is when you're talking on the phone, uh-huh. you go into the car. When you close the door, it actually switches over to the car. And um, I've talked to people and they haven't noticed that change. And the, so the audio is pretty good. So it's nice that it brings the call control into the car, which is, you know, probably most cars have Bluetooth. I've never had a car with yeah. Bluetooth, Bluetooth yeah. before. Yeah, so I, I, all I, these I, new I, things that, yeah, that's not really a cool feature. That's what all cars do. But um, I've I've enjoyed that. That's kind of a nice switch over. Yeah, that, that was the only thing that with the July 1st hands-free stuff, Amy's like, well, maybe you should have a car with Bluetooth and some of those mm-hmm. things. That, but I I, I, before I had a, um, a pretty nice Bluetooth, not Bluetooth, but it had Bluetooth and you can hook up through the USB cable, um, more firewire cable, whatever you could hook that up to your phone and then it brings the audio through without having to tune it in, um, without having to connect to it through Bluetooth Mm -hmm. and it would broadcast that onto your stereo channel. So I'll show it to you. It's it's a nice, I've found it's a lot nicer than the typical Bluetooth adapter for a car. Cool. There's nobody who deserves this car more than you. <laughs> You've been having a lot of used cars that you put up with, or you just, you're very frugal and I appreciate that. And, and, uh, and I'm I'm excited for you. Yeah, I think it's yeah it's the a, Catholic a, guilt kind of dampers oh, some of that excitement. No, but just, <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty for it. So you've gotten the kids through college, right? Yes. So kids are you mm-hmm. know you've taken care of that. Uh, Madeline's married off, uh, mm-hmm. so that's been taken care of. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a beautiful car, and um, yeah. It's, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I, if you've gotten all the way to this point, that's, that's amazing. Well, maybe we should talk more about cars on here. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed uh, this, this. Cars and uh, collaboration. Cars and collaboration. We tried to bring the technology piece into this and talking about it since it really is a technology-driven car. Um, and uh, did they have anything in the car that had to do with Microsoft Teams or at any point in time were you interacting with Office 365? Or Not like yet. Not to yet. talk to Elon about that. Okay. Yeah, we have to write a little we Microsoft write Teams a connector. App. Yes, connector. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, I'm going to stop it at that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye.